when I first studied theology, one of the ideas that really captured my academic imagination and really helped grow my faith was the doctrine surrounding the Trinity, this idea that God is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. And so it was my privilege to offer a reflection on the Trinity for Trinity Sunday during our lockdown series of reflections in 2020. You are listening to a sermon from the Pilgrim Path with your preacher Samuel S. Thorpe. Hello and welcome to our next reflection from this team ministry. My name is Samuel and I'm a curate in our team. And today is Trinity Sunday and it's one of my favourites and I'm often accused of saying that each of the special days between Easter and Trinity Sunday is my favourite. But how could I not? With Easter we're celebrating the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We're saying that he who died on the cross for our sins truly is alive and reigns today. With Ascension Sunday, probably actually my favourite one, we have this story which happened in history of Jesus dying and being raised again, and he ascends into heaven. He ascends into eternal life so that he can be present with us now. For me, Ascension Day is that moment when the gospel of the past becomes the gospel of the present, the faith which we live today. And then we come to Pentecost, which is that reminder of the Holy Spirit whom God sends upon us to give us life. Without his presence within our hearts, without the love of God overflowing into us, we couldn't change, we couldn't receive forgiveness, we couldn't become who we're supposed to be. Each of them seem to depend on the other. You can't have Pentecost and Ascension Day without Easter, and you can't have Easter made available to us without Jesus being ascended and the Holy Spirit sent out upon us. And then we come to today, Trinity Sunday, definitely one of my favourites. And it's one of my favourites because today is the day that we remember and appreciate and worship and praise the reality of God being who God is. You see, when God wanted to communicate himself to us, when he wanted to tell us that he loves us, he wanted us to know him. And he revealed himself to us in the Gospels as being Father, Son and Holy Spirit. We saw this in the baptism of Christ, where John the Baptist baptises him and they look up and the heavens are open and we hear a voice saying, look, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. And they saw descending upon Jesus as a dove, the Holy Spirit. We have the Father who sends his only son so that we might have eternal life. And that life is the presence of the Holy Spirit within us, given to us by the Father and the Son. And so on Trinity Day, we celebrate all that God is, all that he has told us that he is. And yet we can often find this a confusing concept. And we see an element of this confusion in our Gospel passage, 
For it says that when the disciples saw Jesus, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And this is perhaps how we often feel about the Trinity. We worship God as Father, Son and Holy Spirit, but how does that exactly work? Jesus goes on to clarify by saying, All authority in heaven and on earth, that is the authority which belongs to God the Father, has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded. For this is the fullness of God, that he is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And if we were in church today, we might be using the Athanasian Creed, it's a creed which focuses a lot through repetition and description on trying to describe what God is, who God is, and how this works. And it does this through lots of repetition and it can be a bit wordy. But what I really like about it is that it makes it really simple. It says that God, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, all three are eternal. All three are almighty. All three are God. All three are Lord. These are not three separate things. These are not three separate gods. These are not three separate realities. This is one eternal, almighty and ever-loving God whom we worship and acknowledge as Lord. And where this intersects with us is quite exciting. This intersects with us as we just described with Jesus in baptism. Jesus was baptized and the Spirit of God came upon him as a dove and he was declared to be the child of God. When we're baptized, we are by the Holy Spirit united with Jesus Christ. So we find ourselves moving from the world of sin and death into the world of forgiveness, love and eternal life. We make that similar movement that Jesus makes at his ascension. Having risen from the dead and having been transformed, Jesus takes his place, fully human and fully God as he is, in eternity as God. And in baptism, when we are baptised in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, we take on and receive all of the promises that God has made to Jesus. We become a child of God. And we are united by the presence of the Holy Spirit within our hearts with the same Jesus Christ who even now is in the heavenly places, seated at the right hand of God the Father. That means that baptism is so much more than sprinkling some water on a baby. It's so much more than being immersed in water and having a few prayers and symbols done over you. Baptism is this union with God. And the thing is that most of us don't remember our baptisms. I mean, there will be some of us who were baptised as adults 
And for them, baptism is clearly a joyful and very meaningful and symbolic moment. But for many of us, we were baptised as children. We were too young to remember it, or if we were old enough to remember it, we might not remember it clearly. It's not just about water and some prayers. It's about a new reality, an ongoing reality, which we're still living out with the presence of the Holy Spirit within us. So baptism, that happened to us when we were young, that happened to us perhaps without our knowledge or our choice, was an indication of our unity with God. And on Trinity Sunday, this unity with God means everything. Because the whole point of the revelation of God was not just so that we might be saved from our mistakes, our sins and our failures. It's not just that we might become a better person. It's not just that we might have a group to call the church, our family. But it was that we might know God and be known by God. And he knows us by name and has told us that we can call him Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit. And we are to live our lives in this unity. And it is by living in this unity that we find ourselves filled with hope when we worship and pray in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. The world around us, as we can see on our phones, on the internet and through our televisions and on the radio, is increasingly chaotic and dangerous. We have the risk of the coronavirus, there's the risks of wars in different places, there's the lack of food that people are struggling with, there are protests about injustice and in places, riots and danger to lives. And in the midst of everything, we maintain our hope because of the one who lives within us, the one whose life we share within. We maintain our hope because we believe in the God who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit, and we trust that he loves us and that he knows us. And we are not to hold on to this as our own secret treasure. We are to value it so immensely that we are to try and communicate with our friends and our family and our neighbours and the strangers that we might encounter. But God loves them and wants to know them as well. The glory of the Trinity is the glory of divine relationships. And for us to take part in that divine relationship as we are means that we have to share who we know and who we love with those we know and those we love. And so let us remind ourselves of the words of Jesus. He says, all authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. So go therefore, make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. In this he is saying that you are the children of God. You have been baptized in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. You share in the divine life. This is your hope. 
Now go, baptize others into this hope, share your faith with one another. And remember, he says, I am with you always to the end of the age. Because as we remembered last week, the Holy Spirit from heaven fills our hearts with the presence of God, giving us that hope that when we die, we shall pass into his loving arms, into the promise of everlasting life. There's a prayer which I really like and which I found tremendously helpful um, to me. It's from this book. It's called The Valley of Vision. And this book is filled with Puritan prayers, and some of them are just, quite frankly, wonderful. Uh, they're very long, and so I'm not going to read it to you now, but I will post it below this video. And I would encourage you to read the one that I'm going to share. It's called The Trinity. And it ends with this line that I think just really captures everything that today is about, and encourages me to continue to centre my prayers on God as Father, Son and Holy Spirit. So following all of its prayer, it ends on these words. O triune God, who commandeth the universe, thou hast commanded me to ask for those things that concern thy kingdom and my soul. And so let me live and pray as one baptised into the threefold name. We are commanded to pray and ask for those things which concern God's kingdom and which concern our souls. Living and praying as wise as those who are baptised into the threefold name. And so, let us be quiet as we pray this collect for Trinity Sunday as those who are baptised into the threefold name. Almighty and everlasting God, you have given us your servants grace by the confession of a true faith to acknowledge the glory of the eternal trinity and in the power of the divine majesty to worship the unity. Keep us steadfast in this faith that we may evermore be defended from all adversities. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As we come to a close, let me just encourage you in your phone calls with one another, in your fellowship, in your friendships, Ask how people are doing spiritually, as well as whether or not people are shopping for them. See how they're doing in their faith. Encourage them. Let us ask one another how we can pray for one another. How we can share this hope which we have in the God who is Father, Son and Holy Spirit. So I wish you a very happy Sunday. God bless you and all those you love.